0: Welcome to the Fantasy Hour On Tap, brought to you by OnTapSportsNet.com and presented by Manscaped. If you're looking for the best manscaping products on the planet, go over to Manscaped.com and browse their awesome selection. The Lawnmower 3.0 brings you 7,000 RPMs of skin safe technology so you don't nick your balls or any other sensitive areas. Want to keep your boys fresh all day? Hey, that's not a problem. Go over and pick up the ball toner and deodorant so you're fresh all day long. Go to Manscaped.com and use promo code ONTAP to get 20% off and free shipping on all your manscaping needs. Alright, football fans, we are back for the final edition of the regular season fantasy football show. I'm your host tonight, Premier Amp, joined as always by Mr. Pat Bodway. Buddy, how you doing this week? I know this is the last week of our finals for our uh, website's league. I know you're in the championship. I am. How you feeling? I know you're up by a little bit, but you're sweating over there, I heard. Dude, I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm terrified, man. I had Kamara
1: and his six touchdowns last week. And Billy had Mike Evans go off for whatever insane amount he had. But he had like 40 fantasy points. So after the first week was over and it's all said and done, I'm only in the lead by like 15. And Dude. I should be in the lead
0: by like 30 with Kamara's points, man. I'm terrified. You know, it's, it's really funny because... I saw so much posted about that after Kamara scored those six touchdowns, everybody was like, that's game set match. If you're in a championship, like that was game set. Nobody's doing anything. And then you have these massive performances by Mike Evans and even Stefan Diggs, And you're just like, okay, well that's a momentum shift. If you have those two yep, and you know, that's really what it was. And even, um, you know, Tom Brady uh, put into that mix too, since he had a big game, you know, and, and it's funny because I was thinking about it and I was talking to somebody, and I feel like this is every year now that you have some crazy, ridiculous performance by a player in these championship rounds. Like, I don't, every year for the, at least for the last two or three years, I can remember, like every year in week 16, there's just some crazy big performance and it shifts so much stuff. But you know what? It was cool to see multiple this week and it just. Tr- you know totally changes the dynamic of how the championships went you know i like i said i was with family at that time um when Kamara scored the six and my brother-in-laws were playing each other in their chamber and one of them has them and he just kept going and there's another one and there's another one (laughs) and another one so you can imagine how the one was doing um so i just heard so many stories this week it was really cool to see that um so I'm interested to see how ours pans out, and you know uh, what type of performances we get here in Week 17. And it is an interesting Week 17, Pat. But as I always say, head over to Twitter and follow all of us. You can follow me at Premier, you can follow Pat at Pat Bodeway. You can follow the main page at On Sportsnet, as well as a fantasy page at Fantasy HR On Tap. Uh, make sure you head over to the website at www.ontapsportsnet.com. Check out Pat's uh, starts and sits that dropped if you're playing in week 17 good luck there'll be some crazy stuff going on uh we already got a bunch of players you know mentioning that they're sitting and then there's some teams that are dealing with some COVID issues um you know thoughts and prayers also dalvin cook who is going to be out it sounds like with his father passing away right so uh, a lot of stuff going on in the nfl and um you know if you're dalvin cook owner and you're in the Week 17, go get Alexander Madsen if you don't have him already. Um, So let's dive right into this, Pat. We mentioned there are three games we want to bring up um, on this slate. And there's some interesting ones. Uh, The first one, as a matter of fact, is actually going to be the Cowboys and the Giants. Um, Resurgence of Ezekiel Elliott, maybe, apparently, because he misses two weeks ago. This team starts winning, comes back last week, and has a pretty good game. Um, now they got the giants who have been on a just absolute downturn since leading the division. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, uh, I don't, I don't know how that division works, but these two are battling it out for potentially winning the division. If Washington is to lose on Sunday night football. Um, so what's your, what's your view on this game? Cause I'm all in, I, I'm back on the Zeke train this week. I'll be honest with you. Um, we had a question come in and I'm, it was about Zeke, uh Swift and David Johnson and I'm I'm back in man. I'm going all in on Zeke.
1: If they were playing any team other than the Giants this week, I probably would not have jumped on it. I think that this is just a favorable matchup for Zeke. Um I expect him to do well. I don't think he's going to explode. Uh, But I I do expect him to do well. I mean, last week against Philadelphia, he had 105 yards, did not find the end zone, but he still posted about an average of 17.9 fantasy points, PPR. So I would probably look for somewhere around there. I'm not expecting him to go off for more than like 105 or 110 yards. He did have 34 receiving yards too, so we can't count that out, but – I'm not expecting some giant explosion, no pun intended. No, but if
0: you get, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> oh, man, you got me on that one. <laughs> um, no, I was going to say, so, you know, if he posts a stat line of around, I, I and here's the difference this week. I think he posts a stat line uh, combined around 110 yards total, and I think he sees the end zone this week. So if that's the Shorter case, touchdowns. he's going to, yeah, I see, you know, he's going to get a short touchdown and, and I think that's the thing this week is he's still going to end up having the um, around the same points. It's just it's going to be finding the end zone. Um, and the reason I pick him like, I you know, like I said, over those other two that I mentioned, like a David Johnson or a, you know, Swift is he's playing on a team right now that's still in the hunt that I think, yes, you know, maybe a Swift is something you know, interesting in a PPR because they're going to want to use him because he's a rookie and they're going to want to see what he has. But I just think that the Cowboys are in a spot where they need to control this game and they will do that off of the legs of Ezekiel Elliott this week. I, like you said, he's going to post something similar around 15 to 18 points this week.
1: I, I... I definitely think so. But on the flip side, I think that, um, and I actually wrote about this in the start and sits a little bit is I am expecting a better game from Wayne Gallman. And I I talk a little bit about it in the article, how if you look at his last two weeks, he's carried the ball 15 times for less than 60 yards, which is terrible, but you have to also look at the game storylines week 15. They were up against Cleveland. Cleveland has a solid defensive front. They bottled him up week 16 the ravens jumped out to a quick lead so the giants weren't really running the ball that much to begin with so against this cowboys defense i'm really expecting more of a ground and pound attack wear the defense out the cowboys defense isn't that good to begin with and i think if you can wear them out and get the uh time of possession in your favor the uh the giants excuse me have a better chance of winning this game and i think it's going to run through using gallman
0: right and when when they were winning and everything like that you're exactly right wayne gallman was a focal point for them totally. and he was playing very well and then this and this cowboys defense is one that has been sketchy uh, you know all season long so it's it's possible um i'd have to go back and look actually i, I don't know off the top what was what's the record this year with those two facing off against each other? I don't even remember who won the first matchup. Uh, I can't remember either. Um, it's got to be the Cowboys. I'm just throwing it out there. I I so many, so much. Before. I haven't I have not paid yes, too much it attention was, to the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, because it's a it's a crazy show. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, so the the um, Cowboys won the first matchup, 37 to 34. Um, but dial it back that was also the game with Dak Prescott still available and Andy Dalton came out so that was a Prescott injury game Mm -hmm. um okay yeah so that being said I don't know how much stock you take in it it was a high scoring game close game um but yeah this one's going to be interesting I, I really I find this one good one this one fantasy wise you know for week 17 if you have Zeke and you're scared of what to do i I think this is one of those times where you hammer zeke in this situation just due to the fact that i think you know it's like you play your studs when you have them and you can because this is one of those where um it's a good it's a good matchup for him so let's dive in to the next game here that we want to bring up which is actually going to be another important game and uh, not just football wise itself but fantasy value wise is going to be the arizona cardinals versus the los angeles rams um holds a lot of value to us chicago fans also holds a lot of value to those two teams because you win you're in pretty much at that point um the rams are in a tough spot they will be without jared goff and it looks like without cooper cup but they do have Walford starting i've been saying it for days on days now i'm very interested um, in this kid, I think, you know, uh, he might go out and shock the world a little bit, or he's going to just completely make me look like an idiot. Now I'll eat crow. If he does, if he plays like trash, he plays like trash and Blake Bortles gets to come in and light the world <laughs> on fire. Oh yeah. There's a
1: sentence sure. you didn't
0: expect to say. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Blake Bortles, got it. Right. Um, but then Kyler Murray's also not healthy. So, you know, he says he's playing, but he's a hit away from, you know, being out of the game probably. Um, but it it did come is earlier
1: that he practiced fully today. Kyler Murray uh-huh, practiced fully uh-huh.
0: today. Yeah, okay, they put that on paper. Got it.
1: Yeah. You know? I have a lot of trouble putting my faith in him this week as well.
0: I, I just don't trust it because at the same time, it's just, like I said, man, you get – it's I think it's a multitude of injuries it's not just one I thought I heard heard the shoulder I you know you take if you watch the play it looks like he took a shot to the ribs that's what I'm saying there's so much going on that if if you're telling me you got Aaron Donald bearing down on you and he falls on you one time how does that not mess you up so Mm -hmm. I think Kyler Murray is a fine player that's not where this is going it's just I'm very scared of that and this Rams defense could be the one that carries them to the win, and the Cardinals have just been losing and falling apart at the seam. So that's where it scares me with this one. Um, now, it, it, if you're in the, ch- you know, the championship, like we keep saying, you're playing Hopkins because it's still something you would have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, start your studs. Now, yeah, start your studs at this point of the, the season, especially with teams that are in a position that it matters. Now, I say start your studs and it means that Kyler Murray scares the ever living shit out of me this week, even though he's been a stud all year. I would almost say he's the only stud that I'm steering away from in this situation because I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I said, there one fall and he's out. And I don't even I can't tell you there's so many football players that I know and don't know. I don't know who backs him up. And I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. So yeah. You know, I, I, then, I agree with
1: you. Um, I mean, you and I have talked all year that I'm a Kyler Murray owner and I'm in the championship. And up until two days ago, I didn't have a backup to him for the last like six weeks. I was just playing Kyler. Even. And and he was worth it. But I had the surprising, you know, present, Christmas present, call it if you will, of picking up Drew Brees on Tuesday off the waiver wire. Someone dropped him in our league. So now I, I'm really torn. Do I start Kyler Murray, who's banged up, or do I start Drew Brees, who's still kind of banged up, but has something to play for? Who knows? I mean, yeah, I don't know how that
0: Saints Panthers game is going to go, but well, you know, I mean, that that's why it's tough because the Saints still have something major to fight for, and that's the yeah. number one that's the number one seed, and they would really like that number one seed. Uh, I mean, it'd be it'd be perfect for Drew, so. Telling me in that situation, I'd be, huh, I'd be leaning Drew just due to the fact that I think he wants the week off if he can get it. So, yeah. um, you know, it's tough. And then on the flip side of the ball for the Rams, though, like I said, I like Wolford. Cooper Cup's out, so that makes me my stock more interested in, in a Josh Reynolds this week. Um, maybe the tight ends because Wolford's going to need someone to throw to. But that kid looked like he had a pretty good arm, so I'm not afraid of him finding his targets when he needs to um so their receiving core is actually perfect for him with him being more mobile and stuff like that so that's good the running backs is something that's always going to scare me with that team though i i still don't know from week to week who it's going to be but if it's you know brown or uh, I, i'm not sure if acres is back this week but um what else do you uh pinpoint from this matchup though pat that rams defense
1: <laughs> i mean yeah and, and i actually had someone out me an idp question uh mm-hmm. earlier in the week and we don't really talk uh individual defensive player fantasy no, leagues on a this very show
0: interesting
1: thing, though um and maybe we can bring that question up in a minute but it to me i'm not as high on wolford as you are and that's not to say he's not going to play well because i don't know anything about the guy but if Cooper Cup is out and you got your backup quarterback in, to me, that's not a good recipe. So in my mind, this is a game where Aaron Donald leads that stud Rams defensive line to carry this team to a victory to try and win um, by a defensive score, you know, a strip sack, fumble, touchdown, whatever, you know, a pick six, something, um, or even something as simple as like a safety, something as, as just, just causing, you know, that short, two-point lead, and then getting the ball back to give your offense another chance. I mean, that's going to keep Kyler Murray and the Cardinals' offense off the field, which is just going to limit their time of possession anyway. So I think that this is going to be a really strong defensive game from the Rams, which gives me more pause to play Murray in general. But it's hard to predict which way it's going to go because of health. I mean, I think that that's the biggest question mark is we just don't know – how healthy is Kyler Murray going to be and how much pressure is going to be on that Rams defense caused by potentially their offense not being at a hundred percent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, like I said, and the Rams, this is something big for them. So this is a tough matchup. I think it's going to be a low scoring yeah. one. So honestly, mm-hmm. either defenses are great options in this one, if you have them, because I do think that, You know, both play out real well um, for, you know, defenses in general. So that's a big thing, too, I think, in championship rounds is you want to make sure you've got a defense that's going to make sure you're not screwing yourself and losing points. I think these both are good. And I talk highly of Wolford, but at the same time, he's somebody that hasn't played in a meaningful game yet. And the Cardinals defense is shaky, but they can be good. So... What are you gonna get? Are you gonna get some picks for them? Uh, are you gonna, you know? I think this is something where it's another low-scoring game. I could see like Bears Rams a couple years ago where this game ends like a twelve to six type BS game, you I know? Could because see that. yeah, especially you know what happens with Murray. Um, so I like this one. Um, but speaking Pat of Bears, we have a very fun matchup of our beloved Bears trying to beat their big brother in the Green Bay Packers this week. And there's still very meaningful fantasy relevancy to this game. Uh, Packers are fighting for the number one seed. They win, they're in. Uh, Bears are playing for their playoff lives, basically, and they win, they're in. But David Montgomery, who has been an absolute stud the last four weeks now, five weeks, gets the Green Bay defense again. And that is where his fantasy season took a huge leap forward. Um, You know, a few weeks back was against the Packers. Now he gets them again at home um, in a very big game. The only tough spot is, is that these two games start at the same time. So the bears don't know what's happening with the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. Also the Packers have to worry about the Seahawks and the saints. So, those two teams are right behind them. And I think both of those are at the same time yeah, as Yeah, well. 325. Yep. So nobody's going to know what's going on uh, unless you're scoreboard watching. So everybody's going to play um, pretty fully in this one. It's um,
1: exactly what the NFL wanted for Week right. 17. It was more meaningful games.
0: And I love it i love this absolutely
1: it, yeah
0: this is a huge thing the only team that we sit here and we talk about that has absolutely nothing left to play they're locked into number one over in the afc so they've already mentioned mahomes is sitting looks like kelsey's gonna sit i wouldn't be surprised to see Tyreek Hill out as well you know all that type of stuff so um you know if you talk about that game i'll say it real quick chargers defense steal of the week right there um but this Bears-Packers game is interesting. You know, you've got a lot going on. you got a battle of two really good running backs. Uh, shaky Bears defense at times against the run this year. So Aaron Jones is a very good, interesting player. Namonte um, you got to play. Allen Robinson is just uh, – he's so tough. Like, you, you get scared because he sometimes doesn't get in the end zone, but he still puts up so many points because he gets so many catches. Um, he's had
1: such inconsistent quarterback play, too
0: right but i think he's i think a lot of this bears is interesting i even throw it out there i'm interested i know jimmy graham just had his big game but i think uh this could be a big game for cole Komet this week i think he's going to be a viable option because they're probably going to look to shut down alan robinson so somebody else is going to have to do something in the middle of the field um and that could be a good week for cole Komet, you know with a couple catches and plus he hates anything green and uh yellow in his house so good for hmm. him um you know, mm-hmm. I think that, I think this is a week where he wants to show up. Um, you know, Jimmy Graham is probably going to pull a vulture touchdowns from him. But, you know, uh, and then on the flip side, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers who just loves to play this Bears team. And, you know, Devontae Adams. What do you think from this one, Pat? I mean, obviously, you're still playing everything you can if you're the Packers. Um, yeah. I mean, if you got Rodgers, you're playing him. I mean, in the hell, I wouldn't be too scared to play Mitch Trubisky at this point. If you got them
1: too, Trubisky was in my starts and sits. I feel like the bears offense has been better lately. A lot of that they're they're averaging
0: 30 points a game. The last four games. I mean, granted
1: it's all come against bad defenses. Um, Packers are, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not as sold on that as you are. I don't think that they're bad. I think that they're in the middle of the pack. They can get after the quarterback. They have a ton of sacks on the year. Uh, They let up a lot of yards. They let up a lot of points. A lot of that's come in garbage time like that game against the Bears not too long ago. Most people forget that most of the numbers the Bears offense put up was in that garbage time. The game was over by halftime. So it's not like the Packers defense was trying all that hard. Here's where I'm... Kind of teetering on the line, and and, and we're not going to get too much into this because you know the guys over at Bears on Tap do an awesome job at at talking about all this. Shout Hell out to yes this I and do. Bedon and Duke. Um, shout out to those guys. But j- just really quickly, the thing that's really teetering me on if I would play, you know, Montgomery or Trubisky is is Matt Nagy and Bill Lazor going to continue the trend of setting up their offense for the talent that they have? And it's been working lately. Trubisky's been better. David Montgomery's been better. The offensive line has been stellar. And I think that if that trend continues, these guys are absolutely worth playing against this medium, middle-of-the-pack Packers defense. Uh, That being said, if the Packers jump out to a quick lead, like Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have been known to do, if that happens... We got a totally different game, a totally different game. So let me let me bounce this back off of you. How how sure are you that having a keen Hicks back is going to hold the Packers offense in check enough to where this isn't so much of a blowout to where the Bears have to throw it on every single down to catch up?
0: I think the biggest telltale sign, um, as a Bears fan, that is going to depend on it, is going to be the fact of where are we looking at in the secondary? Is this another week of uh, Vildor and um, Shelley, or do we get um, Cal? Or, uh, wow, I almost just said Callahan. I'm like two years behind. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, that's it's, a, it's almost a new year, my friend. Um, yeah. No, um, sorry. With um, Johnson and uh, Buster Screen, do we get those guys back this week? If if we get Jalen Johnson back this week, I think it's a different story um, this week. Uh, I think if they can control the game on the ground, I think Hicks makes a difference. Um, but, yeah, you just got to stop the pass game if you can. If you can slow that down and not get too far behind the wheel, which I do think they can. Mm-hmm. But if you go 14 down, I... Don't know if there's anything you can do about this. I mean, that's that's where some people are thinking they can, but they got to just do their job. And I keep telling people if they do their job this weekend playing against the starters or even if it ends up being second stringers at some point, I'm sold then. you can you can prove it to me in the playoffs. But I'm still not 100 percent sold. I'm excited to see what happens, but I'm not 100 percent sold yet. Um, but I think they're in a lot better spot than they were. What would that be? Five weeks ago when they played them last. Mm-hmm, yeah, I think they're in a lot better of a position. But yeah, that's that's all I can say.
1: I I agree, and I tend to think that the that having Akeem Hicks back is going to be the difference maker for the Bears defense. So it's not like I'm I'm sitting here saying they're gonna stop. Rodgers and Jones and Adams they're not going to stop them but I think that having Akeem is going to slow them enough so with all that all that you know big jumbled mess that we just discussed the last couple of minutes from a fantasy perspective hell yeah I'm playing Trubisky and I'm playing David Montgomery
0: yeah absolutely and I'm still playing Allen Robinson even though you have the fact that you have to worry about um you know Jair Alexander watching him but mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time, I'm just saying, it's not it's not like we're talking about Jair as a complete and utter shutdown. He's very good, but it is also still Allen Robinson. He yeah, may and it's not
1: the real Revis out there. stopping
0: yeah, him. It may not be the 9 to 12 catches that he got last week, but it could be 6 catches for 80 yards and a touchdown still because mm-hmm. that's what he does. It's not the same numbers as last—it would kind of almost be the same numbers because he's going to have the touchdown, but— that's what I'm saying. It's the comfort level um, in this one. It's where else can they find the, the, you know, the pass game at? Is it Cole Komet? Is it Darnell Mooney? Is it, uh, you know, Anthony Miller, who has literally done nothing all year, literally. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, where has that guy been? Um,
1: He's fantasy irrelevant. If you have him on your team, you should have dropped him a long ass time ago.
0: Absolutely. So with that being said, we've got one last game here, buddy, to talk about, and that is going to be the Sunday night game. The one I am – I love the fact that this got flexed on Sunday. Me too. Uh, It is probably my – one of my favorite teams over the last several years um, to watch. Um, You know, I'm secretly – they're my only other NFC team I really like. Um, And that would be the Washington football team going up against the Eagles. Washington wins this game, my friend. They are in. Biggest news of the day I saw earlier on. Alex Smith took snaps in individual uh, warm-ups and, and stuff like that today. So there is a slight chance he is playing on Sunday. I would go on the side of he probably is. They also finally let that delusional idiot of uh, <laughs> Wayne Haskins Dwayne go. Haskins. Um, you know, whatever he's doing now which is nothing. Um. They win, they're in. It doesn't matter what happens in the earlier game with the Cowboys and the Giants. Washington wins, they are in. Um, so they need to win. That's where they're at with this one. But they are playing an Eagles team who has all of a sudden found the desire to win football games again. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting. I think if you've got the full slate of Washington on Washington's offense in this one, it's game over. I think yeah. even though it's an away game for them, I think they've got this. Alex Smith has led this offense to a top 10 spot um antonio gibson has had a very fine rookie season and terry mclaurin is a budding superstar at wide receiver um if you have that full complement of players i think they win this game and that's that um if you have all three of those you know um coming back this week i think mclaurin is a great option in fantasy and so is antonio gibson um on the flip side of the ball apparently miles sanders has decided to play football this year and has been playing pretty well these last few weeks and Jalen Hurts is a viable quarterback, I guess. Would you? But <sighs> here's the thing, though. This mm. week, I, this week, I'm very unsure of that because of that stout defensive front that Washington holds. Yes, that's I think point. Chase Young is going to make him run around on the backfield and do loop the loops and loop swoop and pull on his shoe, and he's just going to take him down all day. Rookie, rookie matchup there that I would love to see, and I'm excited it's a Sunday night game. I wish our Bears were Sunday night just, you know, for my own pleasure or my own, um, you know, silent uh, killing at the end of the night because we don't know what's going to happen. But I enjoy Washington. I, I, you know, I really am excited to see if they can pull this one off.
1: I am too, and I think they will.
0: Um, I do
1: not trust a single receiver for the Eagles. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I'm a, not me, even a little bit. Divert,
0: let me divert because last weekend when I was setting up DFS line, i just for everybody to know starting next week, we are going to do a DFS show with me and Pat and we will look drop forward that every to that week. Man. Absolutely. And last week I was, I was looking at um stats for the receivers for the Eagles players and why I'm like, man, Jalen hurts went off. I'm like, who, who's he favoring? And then all of a sudden I look and I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know who he favors. And I <laughs> like, I sat there for a minute and I was like, I was about to put like Alshon Jeffrey in a lineup last week. And I was like, yeah, I think he, you know, he might swing in a couple passes Alshon's way. That should be pretty good. And then I like didn't put him in because I was very sketchy of it. And I'm thankful I didn't because then I look at their game and it's like <laughs> Deshaun Jackson scores. I'm like, what? The guy who doesn't even have legs. I'm like, I didn't even <laughs> think that guy was playing still. Like, I thought he was done for the year. I'm like, Okay. We'll talk at. about. Can I'm we talk just real quick
1: about Alshon Jeffrey? Things. How he is Mister Irrelevant last week. What did he have? One
0: catch? I think. I don't, dude, I don't even know that team. It, like, like you said, I don't trust a single fiber of any of their receivers. No,
1: not even a little don't, bit,
0: man. they, they I hate they, to trust the tight
1: ends. No. no, and and you don't know where Hurts is throwing the damn
0: ball, and then you just players, can't figure it out because he then, can't figure it out. And then he's got, like, 25 fantasy points, and you're like, how did you yeah. do it? Because <laughs> it's so like, he, like he spreads the ball out, and it's just so spread out where it's like everybody has, like, five to seven fantasy points as a receiver. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then it's like Miles Sanders is scoring them, and you're just yeah. like, what is going on? Like I don't and, get
1: this. and you already mentioned it a couple minutes ago, Washington's defensive front. You're going to try to play that style of offensive game against that defensive line coming at you.
0: Good luck. Have fun with that. Run it. (laughs) Go for it. it. Run it. I mean, they're going to try to run the ball. They're going to have to. It's going to be a lot of swing out to Miles Sanders and short passes and stuff like that. So the tight ends might be more viable this week, especially since. And I constantly say, well, it's the defensive front for Washington. It's the defensive front. They got some goddamn good corners on that team as well. Yeah. I don't think it matters. You could switch up your receivers all day long, but you got guys like Kendall Fuller and stuff like that who are going to lock down whoever you put on them. I don't think it's going to deep be deep passes. It's going to be a lot of dump-offs to Sanders, short yardage, maybe the tight ends. I just don't trust any of it. So if you have to play anything from the Eagle side of the ball, I would be hard-pressed to play Hurts. Um, but Miles Sanders might be a good play just due to the volume. I'll ask you this, Pat, since you're mulling over the decision, Kyler Murray or Jalen hurts. Kyler Murray. Okay.
1: Even hobbled. I don't trust. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, and just on the Washington offensive front real quick, little note, Antonio Gibson, it did appear that he aggravated that toe injury that set him back a couple weeks. Um, it, it's not like it's going to be a a, a a game i guess you could say enhancer if he's 100% because it didn't seem like the toe injury was that bad to begin with if you know what i'm saying um and then Terry McLaurin like you said stud wide receiver if he's 100% he is a you know must start start so, your studs
0: all right um not to divert but we're going to go back to bears pack packers really quick Uh, literally just right now, the tweet just came out from Ian Rappaport, Packers standout left tackle, David, uh, Bakhtiari suffered a season ending knee injury in practice today. Oh, wow. to Be a torn ACL. Wow. That, uh, that's going to suck for them. I mean, obviously it's not a skill player. Sorry to bring that up on a fantasy show, but, um, that hurts for them. It's a very good player. That um, changes some things a
1: little bit. I mean, it and and I mean even though he's a Packers, you know, we don't wish ill will on anybody. But No.
0: I mean, it's it's a tough the thing. The dude's a football player though,
1: man. That he is a he is a legit man among men. Like that guy can unfortunate kill it.
0: fortunate for them because it's a position that is a huge thing on that offensive line. Oh. He's been a staple of that, you know, spot for a while and now it sucks because you're in probably what would have been, I would say, the last practice before your walkthroughs on Sunday. And he's done. You know, you don't get to see the playoffs now. Does um, that change your
1: thoughts on starting Aaron Jones? That still really, no.
0: Yeah. No, I, I still don't think it changes anything. Um, it makes the Bears defense look a little bit better. Um, I mean, Khalil Mack's going to be able to run through whoever's over there. Mm-hmm. If it's if that's the case, Robert Quinn's probably going to run into whoever it is and then fall backwards. And, you know, he'll still be irrelevant for this season. But this um, this
1: actually brings me to that IDP question. Um, OK, so yeah, weird. Um, but right right before I ask you that, though, um, when I pulled up Ian Rappaport's Twitter, all of the tweets started flooding in because I don't check Twitter that often. But uh, something we didn't note earlier, Keenan Allen on the covid list,
0: not playing this week. Yeah, I'm not that worried, though. I mean, they don't have much to play for. Um, sure. This is more of a week for Herbert. I haven't seen if Hunter Henry's off the list yet. You know, he was on the short-term list. Um, so, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i still playing Herbert. It's the Chiefs' defense. They're okay when they need to be, you know. And then, um, yeah, I think that I still would be all in on Herbert. I think he walks away with Rookie of the Year in my general idea. But um, this is one... Before we go to your IDP question, just to wrap it up with that Sunday night game, I think we're both just really excited to watch this game, so I'm mm-hmm. um, hoping for, knock on wood, a Washington win. I don't say that too too often, but I think it'll be a good game, so um, I have nothing left on that game. I don't think you do.
1: I'm, I'm rooting for Washington as well. I mean, you know my nephew's a big Washington fan, so I'm pulling for him.
0: So uh, well, speaking of the Eagles, Miles Sanders listed limited with a knee injury in practice day, but nothing major. So they'll be fine. Um, so what is your IDP question? Yeah, so it's interesting because the answer that I gave the guy earlier is about
1: to change. Um, <laughs> so he asked me earlier, and I don't know how he he did it, and I don't know how – people set up their IDP leagues with players listed as certain positions and players listed as other positions. But somehow this guy had both Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack. And he asked me, who would I play Donald going up against, you know, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals or Khalil Mack going up against the Packers earlier today. I told him Aaron Donald, he's a a monster. He's going up against the Cardinals. Kyler Murray has been hobbled, their offensive line is shaky and on the flip side the bears defense hasn't been what they have been all year and i told him to play Donald now learning about uh this packers injury my answer's changing and i'm taking Khalil Mack because this is going to be one of those things i think personally where you 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 flush guys out you 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 have Robert Quinn flush Rodgers out towards the other side Mack gets a sack you have Akeem Hicks, rush up that middle, flush guys out, Mac gets a tackle. What do you think about that?
0: Oh, that's tough. Um, how you know, do you get I, both I,
1: those players to begin with, you know, by the way?
0: <laughs> um, Depends, yeah, it depends on how people have it set up. Like my Cousins League, we have one defensive player that you can use. And looking back on it, Mac has had some very bad games in the beginning of the year. So if you have a spot on your bench to put that there... um you would so he probably selected Aaron Donald somebody else took Mac and dropped him probably since he had some bad games um, numbers wise it's a, that's the sad thing with fantasy and having defensive players is even though max still leads in like pressures and stuff like that you're not getting points for pressures it's got to be the tackles and it's got to be the sacks and the interceptions and fumbles and stuff so if you're not putting those numbers up you don't put much up in fantasy so I don't know it's tough I I think I almost still lean in in the favor of oh i i want to say mac especially since it's packers but it's just tough i don't know um i mean risk if i have to risk it i'm going mac just because i think the, the ceiling's higher in that one um in that case and that's i think yeah i'll ride the mac train on that one like i said especially they're playing the packers it's kind of like we say in Chicago when the you know I'm not a Cubs fan but the Cubs always said they needed to get past the Cardinals, um you know beat their big brother in, in baseball to get to you know where they needed to to win a championship and I'm not saying that the Bears are winning a championship that's not where I'm going but they need to get past the Packers in order to really get a playoff spot so I think Mac steps it up this week and that's that's where I got what uh what else you got for us here Pat that was the only one I had actually
1: um. I forgot to even post anything on Twitter for uh, for questions this week, to be honest with you. Um, but, yeah, that's really all I got. I mean, I think we covered, you know, some of the main fantasy uh, matchups in this slate. I mean, you know, we could talk about the Raiders of Broncos if you want, but I'm good. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and, and you got your obvious ones. You know, we, we've said it a couple times, you know, you're starting all your stars, you know. You're you, you're not going to bench Russell Wilson in a in a game that they want to win. You're not going to bench DK Metcalf in a game they want to win. You know you're not you're not sitting Derrick Henry. You know when when the Titans oh. still have a lot to play for
0: too. You know so uh, I think we covered most of it. I absolutely agree. So Pat, with that being said, my friend, for our final regular season fantasy show it's been a pleasure this year my friend man did we have a heck of a season with everything going on but the fantasy train does not stop there my friend we will be diving into dfs next week um for the playoffs i think this year will be very interesting season um we will run that all the way through probably until i would almost say the super bowl um we'll see how we we go with that um it's always fun but as always, everybody head over to Twitter, follow the main page at On Tap Sports Net as well as the fantasy page at Fantasy HR On Tap. You can follow me at Premier Amp. you can follow Pat at Pat as well as go give Cole a follow at uh, underscore or what I, I just forgot his off the top of my head. Is it? It's uh, man, that dude. I, I'll say this before I you know botch his name again uh, for his Twitter handle. My bad. Um, We are going to also be diving this season. I'll I'll say this now. We talked about this previously. We will be diving into some, um, you know, duds and studs from this year during some stuff. We'll get an early look into next season. Um, And the reason I bring up Cole's name as well is he's done a lot of great work. I know he's a very big, avid um, dynasty player. So um, that is one thing to watch for. Um, We will be diving into some stuff on that this season. But as I said, make sure you go and follow all of us. You can follow me, like I said, at Premier Amp. follow Pat at Pat Bodeway, and you can follow Cole at Rook underscore. Um, so with the 2020 season, as crazy as it's been, my friend, we still have more ahead of us, and we have this whole Sunday full of football. So get ready to watch some football. Enjoy it all because everybody's playing and uh, Pat, it's been a pleasure this season, my friend. Good luck in your championship Thank you, sir. game, my friend. Win it for the show, my friend. Take <laughs> yeah. out Billy. Even though I'm I love Billy, you, Billy, he's a. Even though I love Billy because he's a Titans fan, so uh, yeah. I, that's my. I, I know we said you know I don't pick NFC teams, but that's my AFC team. Um, so Pat, as always, my friend. Good luck this weekend and enjoy some football.